Today we're talking about VA loan assumptions and what that means, both on the seller side and the buyer side. So stay tuned to the end. We're going to talk a lot about some details on here and definitely some things to think about as you go through this process. Hey guys, I'm James Dean, team leader of the James E. Mountain Homes team. Thank you so much for watching these videos. Just really quick before we get into the meat of this video, I just wanted to make sure if you haven't done so already, hit that subscription button down below, hit that notification bell. That keeps you updated on all the new videos that we have coming out weekly. And uh, we've got several that come out each week um, on this channel. So please, please stay up to date with that. Also, if you've got any questions whatsoever that are real estate related or just in the community, please don't hesitate to reach out to us and give us a call. You can either call us at 719-266-2725 you can text us to that number as well, or you can email us at info at jdmret.net. Please, whatever you got to do to get those questions to us, please ask. We're here to help. We're here to provide value to you and helping you make informed decisions, whether you're looking to buy or sell real estate or just typical questions for the community out here. We are local experts of this area and we love this area. So please, please, please reach out to us and we hope you guys enjoy this video. So we're back now with Diane Oatman again. Yes. We're talking about VA loan assumptions, and this is one of those amazing aspects of the VA loan that is absolutely a part of the benefits on there as well. And we're seeing a lot of these pop up right now mm-hmm. with these homes for sale. And the reason why is because we just came out of one of the most incredible interest rates uh, that we've ever seen with interest yes. rates down in the, the low to mid twos on there. Now we're up in the mid sixes, the sevens, depending on where, where you are within your credit score. And the VA loan assumption is definitely something that's very lucrative and something that a lot of folks look for. But we're going to talk about some stuff that really it's important to know and understand on here that can be kind of limiting. So we're going to talk about it from both sides, buyer and seller side on it. But first of all, we're going to just discuss a loan assumption on a general sense. And then we'll start talking about some specific numbers. So Diana, let's say I'm a seller. Yes. Um, I've got a VA loan on my house. I've got an amazing two and a quarter percent interest rate on it. I want to use that as an incentive Mm -hmm. to help find a buyer for my house. So if I do that, can I just let anybody assume that loan? So it is in your best interest. Now, a non-veteran can assume that loan, Mm -hmm. but then it hurts you as the seller on your VA eligibility. But you want to absolutely sell to another veteran and have them assume that loan. And that way it clears your name off of that loan and you can move on to a new VA loan. Yeah. And and what she's talking about, remember, you've got VA eligibility, you got VA benefits. So you can let anybody assume these. But if you're going to need to use that VA loan again for your next house purchase or anywhere near in the future, if a non-veteran takes it, it's... It's gone until they refire the house or sell the house themselves. Yes. You're going to have that count against what you can use on the eligibility side. And you'll have a cap. Uh, and, and that'll be very dependent, just like we talked about in the last video. Depends on the county you're in. Depends on when you bought. There's lots of different things that go into that, but you will have a cap. And that might be something that you just don't care about. And that's fine. But just know that you're going to yes. lose some of your eligibility on yes, there. So, whereas another veteran coming in, it's, I mean, it's... He assumes that, exactly. that, that those eligibility and yep. benefits, and, and then it relieves the seller yep. 
from precisely from yeah <laughs> and, they, and they get theirs back yes. no, this is like yeah. it's we're just That's trying to make sure it's just, it's yeah. as clear as mud can be on this, so <laughs> uh, as we go yeah. through it too. So, and that's what's kind of intimidating a lot of times, also. So, so first of all, yes, they're very assumable. Anybody can assume them, but there's definitely things you want to be careful with as far as veteran, non-veteran coming in too. So, timeline-wise, what are you looking at timeline-wise for this? Normally, your conventional or VA loan will take approximately thirty days mm-hmm. once everything goes well with the appraisal. With an assumption, you're looking at ninety days. Yeah. Does the bank like that? No. Yeah. Well, and it's, yeah. she just brought up a great point. Yeah. So consider this. You've got a bank that's got a two and a quarter percent or whatever that low interest rate is on there. Do you think they want to keep that on their portfolio when inflation is up at five, six percent or other interest rates are up that high and they're risking on it? Absolutely not. Mm-hmm. Are they required to? Absolutely. Yes. But they will definitely drag their feet to the limitations a lot of times to just kind of make this as painful as possible. It's not right. I know and I understand that you were preaching to the choir on this, but we just want to make sure you know and understand you're looking at a 90-day window. Mm -hmm. As a seller, that might not be something you have an option for. As a buyer, that might not be something you have an option for too. So just know and understand when you're looking at an assumption, it might be a really good possibility, but can you... Can you afford to just sit there for 90 days and wait for that? And a lot of times as sellers, buyers, I want you to understand this too, because you, it might be a veteran selling to a veteran and, and fully understand like they want to help out another veteran for sure. However, their family has needs too. And if they get another offer that's conventional on there and doesn't require that or that 90 day process, they're probably going to pick that person instead just because of whatever their requirements are. It really depends on what their motivations are and how they view that. So just know that perspective on there too. That's why it's always a good idea to have that that conventional or that VA loan ready to go on the normalized yeah. side too. So And, and with the ve- veterans movement between states or out of country, they're ready to sell. Yeah. Like right away. Yeah. So just, you know? just know, know and understand yeah. that. Usually... If we're seeing something happen on an assumption side, it's because the property's been a little hard to sell, or it's just it's been in that realm of just you know like you know we we want to, or they might just have a full on heart where it's like if we get a veteran in here, I don't care, I will wait. And there are folks out there that absolutely would be like that, but everybody gets their own opinion, especially if they own the property, mm-hmm. they get to make that choice. I just want to make sure you guys are tracking that. <laughs> so some other things that we're not going to see happen within an assumption loan if it's going through that assumption process. Uh, there's we're not we're not going to see the VA come back out and reappraise the property. They've already done that yeah. on there as well. They've already got that guarantee on there too. So that's just something you don't have to worry about as much. You're still going to want to do a lot of the similar contingency timeframes that you would in a conventional yeah, loan, like your inspections, exactly title work, yes. um, all of that stuff, mm-hmm. insurance. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Those are all things we're still going to do. We're not going to waive those on there too. And just know too, your taxes and your insurance are going to be things that are always very Variable as well. Taxes are probably going to change on an assumption because when you purchase it, that's going to be something that the county now sees a new assessed value on with the house as well. And insurance is going to be dependent on what kind of insurance you're able to find, what your background is with insurance companies too, but those can change too. The thing that won't is your principal and your interest as we go forward on that. And this gets written into the contract in such a way so that you're kind of anticipating that as well. And and Something else as we're starting to get into yes. these numbers, what we're seeing happen a lot with these assumptions out there 
is a lot of these folks have owned this property through this major real estate boom. So they purchased a property for 400,000 when they first moved here. Now it's worth 500,000. When you assume a loan, it is only for the amount that is currently owed on the house. So they've paid a few years off on there, probably different than just the 400,000 on it, but that gap between what the house is selling for and what the loan it, uh, what the what the loan due is on there, that difference has to be made up in cash. It cannot be done with a second mortgage. It can't be done with it. It has to be cash coming from the buyer. And that eliminates a lot of people out there because some of these are huge gaps. Yes. Uh, one that we just did recently had a gap of uh, right around $260,000 on there that the buyer was having to come to the seller with, with cash on there to cover that difference between what was going to be assumed on the loan. Still a great deal for the buyer because they were going to get a two and a half percent on their amazing deal for them compared to what they were going to get with a substantial amount down, but they were still going to, they were still going to be up in the six and a half, seven percent range. Those are pretty significant differences on yeah. monthly payments. So it's good for the, it's good for the seller because mm -hmm. the seller is actually receiving the equity in that house right yes. away. Yeah. But when the yeah. seller sells it, it's just like selling any other house. Okay. They're going to get, they're going to get the, the purchase price of the house. So if they've got of the loan that's much less and that difference in cash. So they will still out. get a net sheet based on oh, yeah. that difference that yes. the, the business bringing to the table. Yes. So, okay. Correct. Okay. Yeah. Transfer, loan transfer fees. Uh, the VA does charge a half a percent on whatever the loan value is. So if you're looking at, and I'm going to do public math here, which I hate doing, didn't like doing it as a pilot, don't like doing it right now, but I'm about to do it anyways, and I'm probably going to jack this up. So back me up on this time. I want the second So So let's say $400,000 was the remaining amount of the loan. I'm just going to bring around easy yeah. numbers on here. Half a percent of that would be a, a VA loan transfer fee. On there, so half a percent. So you're looking at two thousand yes. dollars. Oh, there, did that right, right? Yeah, yeah I one, think so. One percent. Yeah. What? No, half a percent. No, one percent is four. It's yeah, so half is two thousand. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so I did do it right. <laughs> so two thousand dollars. That would be a fee that would get paid. That of a basically, it's a transfer fee to the VA on there too. So just little things to kind of think of as as you kind of go through this, but. We're going to see more and more of these, especially as folks that have these amazing interest rates are getting ready to move. And it's just extra incentive that we can see out there. We could do search criteria looking specifically for those. But just know this property, it's got to be one that you're not competing on offers on. Because if you're going to compete on an offer, it's probably going to be really hard to get that with an assumption as opposed to a regular loan. So definitely have backup plans in there if that's the property you want, even if you're competing with somebody else on there too. So hope you guys enjoyed that video. The next video that we're going to do in this series for the VA loans is going to be some of the downfalls and pitfalls, some of the things that people just don't care for as much about the VA loan. So stay tuned and you'll get a chance to see that on the next video. Guys, I really hope that you enjoyed that video. And once again, before you sign off, make sure you hit that subscription button, that notification bell down below. That will keep you updated on all the new videos that we have come out that are here to inform you and help keep you updated on what's happening here, both in the community and in real estate as well. And once again, too, if you've got any questions, please do not hesitate to give us a call 719-266-2725. You can text us at that number as well, or you can email us at info at jdmret.net and we will get back to you as quickly as possible to answer all of those questions. We're here to serve you and we look forward to helping you soon.